Claxby Hill. We had a very long, we made Norwegian style sledging. No, no, no. We hit what not to be. Let's go and find her. Where are you going, Master? For a drink. Okay, you guys want anything else? Um, three butter beers and some ginger and wine, please. Six shots of giggle water. Oh, great, huh? This snake juice is basically rat poison. I've spent my whole life right here in Lackawanna County. The drink, I like it. I know, it's great, right? Another! Yeah. <laughs> Frank, no, don't go to the light. I can't <laughs> help it. It's, it's so, so beautiful. <laughs> 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 Underrated Pixar movie. Uh, no, 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 no. It's not underrated. It like I fully rate it. Like that is that is that's, <laughs> that has oh, nostalgia. It, it holds up. Genevieve loves it. We've revisited it. It's ugh. excellent computer game. If you're, I never played that one. Don't don't start. What was it bad? I got to the level. I got to the level where you had to assemble the bird, and I got stuck. <laughs> I could not, I, for the life of me, figure it out. Then we upgraded computers, and the disc wouldn't work. And so somehow I have to find a Windows ninety eight computer and that disc because that's like that's like one of those unfinished business things for me. If I don't do that, I'm going to come back as a ghost. Anyway, hey guys, <laughs> uh, if and um, again, if you've been around here long enough and you have found yourself one booth down, I apologies. And or congratulations for what you're about to hear, because a doctor, a lawyer, and a professor have all walked into a bar and came in hot <laughs> right yes. out of the gate. Yes. Bug zappers, Windows 98 computers, just a pantheon. Traumatic a childhood myriad. video game experiences. <laughs> what else could right. you ask for at a bar, right? <laughs> all things you hear every time. If, if you're still listening... Who hurt you? Like, <laughs> no, no. Lord, I, that question might actually be in here. It, it, it's, it. it's, it's like just when Netflix. It's like when Netflix sent out that tweet when they first released the Christmas prints, um, in in their Christmas slew of movies, and they were like, to the eighteen people that have watched, to the fifty three people that have watched the Christmas prints every day for the last eighteen days in its entirety. Are you okay? (laughs) (laughs) Just a glorious amount of of self-awareness on their behalf. Some of these these Twitter accounts are just... And and it feels like... Have you all been watching She-Hulk? I have not. I have not. What? I forgot that it came... It came... It snuck up and it was already like going for a while. And I was like... It's, I thought this was still months it's, away. It's probably the sleeper hit like of the year for me. And from the promotional content, you know that um, Wong is in it. Uh, Emil Blonsky's Abomination from the Ed Norton Incredible Hulk is in it. In the third episode, Jen's driving, uh, Jen Walters, she's driving down the interstate <laughs> and she turns because she's a fourth wall breaking character. And so she she turns to you in the passenger seat, just like let's go of the wheel and talks <laughs> and said, now listen, I, I don't, this is not going to be one of those cameos every week type of shows. I mean, I guess Bruce was in the first one and Emil Blonsky was in the second one and Wong was in this one. Okay, anyways, <laughs> I just want you to know whose show this is. Just just all kind of little quips like that where, and there was one episode that started with Wong and she it, they roll the credits and then it cuts to her she's like in her um like a little kitchen area and she looks she goes oh hey you look happy i mean who wouldn't be like the episode started with wong everybody loves wong don't they <laughs> it's like uh, wong's the best it's like twitter armor for the show for a week and then she turns and just like starts the scene <laughs> and they took there was one episode like when she finally starts going viral because she's a Hulk, but she's female, they took actual Twitter comments. I saw, I saw that they did oh, that. Yeah, that's funny. And ran it in the. Sh- it's it's so self aware and meta in a bunch of different. Anyway, 
yeah you you need to the yeah, you've, got, you've got to watch that one I, I would love like she hulk and deadpool to be in an episode together and they both break the fourth wall but not but they're like different fourth walls <laughs> they don't really and, know like, each other's doing it direction <laughs> <laughs> She-Hulk doesn't understand what Deadpool is doing. Deadpool doesn't understand what She-Hulk is doing. Just... Oh, no, they would, they would totally... No, they would, like, fight each other to, like, talk to you. This, okay. <laughs> Anyways. That reminds me. Have you watched uh, Schmigadoon? God bless you. <laughs> <laughs> On Apple TV? No. That, no. That's a negative. No. They do like they have For musical Apple... scenes, and then there's characters that are oh. from there, and they're like, "Why did you guys break out into song?" And they're like, "What are you talking about?" Like they don't know that they're breaking out into musical numbers. Oh, and so they're like, "You just spent oh, four minutes singing," that... and they're like, "No, we didn't." That's with like, that okay, actress because I remember seeing the preview, and it reminded it was a Mary Poppins skit on SNL, and that same actress that's, that's was that in same a actress. very. Yeah. It was a very yeah. similar similar deal there. Yeah, right. I I probably watched <laughs> that episode like seventeen times because it's the one with Kristen Wiig as and I'm Judy. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. They were like supercalifragilisticexpialidocious, supercalifragilisticexpialidocious, supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. Mary, Mary, what is supercalifragilisticexpialidocious? Oh, it's just a really fun word. But no, what is it? Well, actually, children, it's a disease of the liver. <laughs> <laughs> and it's incredibly contagious. You're like, Mary, how did you learn such a word? Because I have it. <laughs> I have the disease. But where where on earth did you get it? And Bert comes in with like his, his like one-man band outfit. Uh it's so I, the funny. fact that you remembered that much was impressive. I know that was that was one of the first um, SNL episodes I ever downloaded from iTunes. I, so like, I have I, it. I did too. I had it and I carried it around. Uh, oh man! I think well, we. <laughs> I think I ended up with that copy because we ended up sharing an account, and yeah. then I ended up with whatever content you had. Those were the days. <laughs> Well, anyways, well, hey, we decided, and I guess we've already kind of been talking about some table topics um, today. We're going to revisit our our table topics because that was an incredibly fun episode because it was very off the cuff, very uh, like think on your feet. And I think we got some we got some like really great conversation out of it. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm not vetting these. We are Since all learning. Oh, <laughs> we, are, we all learned that uh, Dallas's daughter is a mad scientist. Oh, right. speaking of the very first question, what have you learned this week? Hey, <laughs> hey! <laughs> oh, oh, what have you learned this week, Cody? What have I, what have I learned this week? Well, in a very shallow way, I learned that whenever you make your technology black and white and you send screenshots, people don't see it in black and white. <laughs> <laughs> Tech, okay, technology in black and white. Are you using a Kindle? Grayscale. <laughs> my follow-up question was going to be, why is your Kindle converting itself to color <laughs> right, when yeah. you share screenshots? Grayscale. Okay, what's the, what's the purpose behind Grayscale? Um, that is actually one of the proven methods to make your technology less distraction. Oh. Like, to, to be less distracting. It's, it's, by me, the apps are specifically designed to be super colorful and bright and to give you the dopamine rush uh -huh. to, mm -hmm. to give you the dopamine rush in order to be like, oh, I must check this because it's bright and colorful. We're all like, like we're all we're all cats chasing after the laser pointer. So when Apple introduces a new phone and they're like, it gets up to two thousand nits of peak brightness, two million to one contrast ratio, and it can display four million colors. They're like, we've put even more crack. We just embedded it right in the touch capacitive layer, and it uh -huh. absorbs through your fingers. Uh huh. 
And so, but they do give you for to give them credit between focus modes and screen times, they are giving you tools to ameliorate that. Yeah. Um, and you know, cut that back. They and gives gives the controls to you, which good lord, Apple giving you personalized control. Who would have thought that would ever happen? <laughs> um but yeah, and so I've been operating my phone and my iPad and sometimes my computer in black and white. Wow. Yeah. And, okay. and I, I know that you had been fawning over the e-ink display that you can get for a computer. Yes. Yes. Um, there's this company called Onyx that um, called Onyx. It's a Chinese outfit. So like they make Android e-ink tablets. Mm, okay. Like that's like you can get full Android However, if you were to download Disney Plus, it gets real weird real quick. <laughs> <laughs> um, and they just came out with a monitor that's like eighteen hundred dollars, twenty-seven inches, like a full-fledged, full-fledged monitor in black and white, and they got video working. I don't know how. I would love for this to be a product that shows up at Best Buy because I want to see. Like, <laughs> is it just is it just a, a byproduct of the refresh rate? Yeah, that you're able to granularly control the refresh rate, and wow. like they have like folk like they have like a mode that is like get you to a normal computer display as much as e ink can possibly as close as close as we can. Wow, as that's interesting because that's that's been my only holdup. I. <laughs> And again, because I'm I'm me, I'm predictable in this regard. I have my dabbling in electronics and coding that I, I want to eventually get to is to make a functioning serious black poster out of an e-ink display mm -hmm. so that it's not backlit. Even even the ones that are at the Wizarding World where they, they had like a budget, you could still, they put lots of films and diffusers on top of it, but you can still tell that it's a backlit screen. Right, yeah. yeah. Like, I want it to be, hmm. look like newsprint and look reflective and have that looping video of Gary Oldman, like, screaming at the photographer. Uh, and I think the only hiccup has been a decently cheap screen. It's has $1, like $1,800, this monitor. Whoa. So well, it's, I, it's I, I know, because... Yet the the refresh rate is is probably really up there since it does video but like to get a a big screen for an affordable price it has like a like half a hertz refresh rate to like a hertz refresh rate so mm -hmm. your your frame rate on your video would be like six frames a second wow. and so it's like serious blacks doing the robot while he's <laughs> trying to, to break out like anyway, that's interesting okay so you went you went grayscale on your phone yeah it's um, real have fun you noticed it, it's real. Have you noticed a difference? Well, yes and no to a point. Um, it all okay. depends on. <sighs> Sometimes I find myself downloading apps more. Like I delete all of these apps, and then I find myself, oh, I need this one for this one thing, and then <laughs> going into the app store and redownloading it. Um, yeah. So on screen time, I've set my app store limits to two minutes. Oh my. So there is no browsing. Yeah, we're going there with purpose. I am going there with purpose. And it's three minutes because the way that Apple does it is like, if you need one more minute, you can you can get, we'll give you one more. We'll give you one more minute. But it, it's it's interesting. It It's something that I wanted to like. It's something that I'd love to more wax eloquent more about is. I. I think fundamentally I'm getting burned out with a smartphone, just getting, mm. just getting mm. burned out with a smartphone and Apple just unveiled a whole new slew of watches. And I'm just like waiting for the day that they say, you don't even need the iPhone for this watch. You can operate it as a standalone. You can operate it as a standalone phone because the moment that that day comes and if you need apps, you can like get an iPad or a Mac, like get an iPad or a Mac and, you know, work apps that way. And well, the the app store, like the app store, is built in, built into the watch now. Yes, yes, but just in general, like if you need larger maintenance, basically, like you can just oh, like okay. hook it up to an iPad or a Mac. And Android, 
Galaxies, if you beat Apple to the punch, I'll make the switch. Like, <laughs> I will make like the that, switch. That would be enough to make you jump ship. That would be enough to make me jump ship is if they did okay. that. If, if they did that. It's like whoever, like, set that first and then the Galaxy Tab S8 became like their version of like the giant is like essentially the giant phone that that would be enough for me to jump ship because frankly i am i am tired of the distraction machine 3000 in my pocket like everywhere i go well could you could you get and i I know that you you probably wanted to make an entire episode out of this uh (laughs) a little later could you like get the cheapest most refurbished will still ma- do the maintenance of an Apple Watch that you can phone and just throw it in a drawer? That's going to be the plan. That, oh, that, okay. That's, okay. that's going to be the plan. But yeah, it was funny. Like I, It was funny. I was like on the Apple store and I, I built out sort of like a wish list and my mm-hmm. watch was more expensive than my phone. <laughs> <laughs> like I went for like the $500 season series seven and my watch my phone was the iphone se like just 64 gigs the cheapest iphone that you could buy my dig it yeah yeah and that would cause me to jump ship because frankly you know the reason i came to like love the ipad is that it made the ios ios as a platform a productivity machine and not a distraction machine Mm -hmm. now there's plenty of distractions to be had with it but like you could sit there and type things and work on paper and work on stuff. Whereas I feel like you can't do, you can't do that on a phone, even at like the seven inch display. And if you do, I think that says more about you than it does the phone. Like, <laughs> no, no, I can see that. But yeah. that that's cool. So what about your screen time with it being black and white? Have you noticed a with reduction the phone last week? I was at an hour and 56 minutes. Oh, nice. Oh, uh, I don't even. I don't even want to say what my screen time <laughs> report is. With, now the the iPad was about three to four hours. It was about three to four hours. So there was some sort of like I all I did was just shift to the bigger screen yeah. there. But there was the two. There was the days that I was in the office that I used my Mac with universe my iPad with universal control. So I was there all day with the iPad on. Gotcha. So that was eight hours right there. Right. So, like, what what are your all's biggest like screen time eater like go tos? Like, what is it that's eating your time? Uh, for me, right now, Discord, Discord, mm-hmm. and not for like, oh, I'm doing this streaming or I'm part of this community. The um, which I guess I could say what I've learned this week. Uh, there you go. The eight. Like artificial intelligence engine that I use to generate the images is ran through Discord. Oh no, kidding! So, yeah, so you message the commands to the um, Midjourney bot, and it feeds back your image. And then it's got a bunch of command buttons underneath of it. Where if you okay, so for those who don't know what Midjourney is, and I would be really surprised if the vast majority of you do. Um, they're, uh, Our Dolly... audience is smart. <laughs> well, d- Dolly They're all just AI. The... <laughs> yeah, exactly. So they have already assimilated all this information <laughs> and can basically reproduce the rest of this podcast just based off of machine learning networks. Um, so they're artificial intelligence-generated imagery uh, has been kind of a hot topic in the news here recently and dolly is kind of the one that got the most notoriety it's meant to be a play on like wally the robot and salvador dolly the uh painter right anyway it's you enter in text-based prompts and it takes using natural like natural language it will generate an image based off of your prompt and what I have learned is I almost kind of like, I mean, it's not a new language because I use in, like English, but I've, I've started to pick up patterns of when I want to generate a certain image, I have to phrase things a certain way because I am talking to a computer and not a human who should know <laughs> machine learning or should know that like natural language, but I've learned how to generate images 
using artificial intelligence and the Harry Potter community on Instagram uh, is kind of eating it up. Well, I mean, I started doing it because I wanted to generate the images that I wanted. I've always been fascinated with like the unseen moments in the wizarding world. So like yeah. things that have not been illustrated in the illustrated editions, things that have not been filmed for the movies. And one of my like favorite uh, cases was we, well, we know the Durmstrang ship cresting through the water. We, we saw that in the movie. What did it look like when it appeared under the ocean or like under the black lake? Like, did it just apparate there? Did, was there just like this big bubble and the ship was there? Was it some sort of portal? Like, like what did it look like? Because we've we've seen under the lake, but we don't. And so I know I've probably sent it to you guys. Yeah. Before, but uh, that's where I'm like, oh, this is big. And I'll, I'll link the image in the, the show notes if anybody. The, the Instagram account, I didn't like start this to, to plug this, but is Wizarding AI. And I posted it in one of my Harry Potter fan groups, and they were like, I can't find it. I can't find it. Is your name Al? And I realized that <laughs> a- AI was capitalized at the end of the, <laughs> the Instagram handle, and everybody was looking for Wizarding Al. <laughs> it's, no, it's Wizarding AI. Uh, curse you, poor font usage. <laughs> right? Uh, but I've also learned that there is a there's a long way to go. Uh, because I, there have been some uh, mishaps that have been downright horrifying. Uh, well, first of all, this one of this which, is... if you like, flip it backwards, it's actually Pink Floyd. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, this looks like he could have been the drummer for Pink Floyd. I fed the description of Dumbledore from the first chapter of the first book. Just word for word into the AI engine, and he is like fresh from his blowout with his purple undertones. (laughs) (laughs) Just the the man is looks fabulous. I had a philosophy professor that looked very close. Um, I've also learned that when uh, the phone autocorrects uh, certain words into other words, that that can get really entertaining. <laughs> and the, the, the image that is eluding me is a cat sleeping in a basket with an article of clothing laying on top of it. Just like as a blanket. Maybe I need to say blanket and just call it something else. Because, mom, mom, have you seen my jumper? Yes, dear, it was on the cat. Like from from the Chamber of Secrets when Jenny runs down the stairs and is like, Mom, have you seen my jumper? And she's like, it's on the cat. I've always thought that was so hilarious. So I wanted to like make that image. Well, it autocorrected cat to car. <laughs> and so it turned the basket into, into a, a car. We'll have to we'll it's... have to put these images in the show in the like the links, the show notes. Oh, oh, absolutely. And here's like some sort of hybrid of a cat carrier (laughs) with a car and a faceless cat on it. It's just when but it's very well done. (laughs) Oh, yes. Like the the composition is great. The the colors. So that's that's what that's what I've learned this week. It's it's been really fun. Dallas, what have you learned, Dallas? Uh, I've learned don't leave your 3D prints unattended. Or you'll get they, a room full of spaghetti. Become... <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I was like, do they become sentient and start uh, self-replicating? They, the machine just keeps on, and so I've had to, I've had to learn a lot of like three D, sh- you know, you shaper three D, and so I've had to go in and correct some things because. Uh, it was catastrophic. And then I was like, oh, you know what will fix this? Doing it again the exact same way. And so I was like, maybe there was <laughs> that something. That always works. Yeah. I was like, well, I'll clean the plate and it'll be fine. And I turned it back on and came downstairs right as it was about to finish. And it was just shooting plastic everywhere. <laughs> and I was like, oh, no, it did exactly the same thing that it did the other time. So, uh, and he compares the first wad of 3D printer resin to the second one, and it's a, it's an, an exact replica. Oh yeah, it did a great job both times. So. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
So uh, I did learn how to use Shaper 3D a little bit better uh, to fix problems after the fact. Uh, and also learning how to to freeze dry things. As yeah. Well. Okay. Uh-oh. So I was with mom when Dallas was texting me this. And mom was like, she was uh, congratulatory and furious all at the same time. <laughs> Because, uh, so your aunt apparently had a freeze dryer and something went wrong with it. And she got so mad that she said, I never want to see this thing again. And you're like, send it in for repair because it's under warranty still. And it cost you nothing. And now you have a, basically a $5,000 setup yes. to freeze dry things. And, uh, and so, so I'm getting prepared to, to use it because they're gigantic. Like it's like yeah. having a a small washing machine <laughs> that I got to figure out a place <laughs> to put it. Um, but also like pre trying to learn how to, to use it since it's going to be here. I might as well, you know, use it to my benefit. Um, and that, uh, that's you could a say whole that experience. We come from a family that likes to preserve things, be it memories, photographs, food, right. like, I don't know what freeze drying a picture does, but we'll find out. <laughs> <laughs> no, I always think it's great whenever I have something in common with your mother. So Aww. we have we'll we'll have conversations for sure. Um, but it's a you know we grew up on a farm, so like yeah. you always can Same you always froze stuff. Yeah, and so I think they thought this was going to be like the next iteration of doing that kind of thing. Um, but it is very involved. Like you get, there's a lot to it and there's maintenance and other stuff with the machine. Yeah. Um, yeah. freeze dried apples are the best. Like, Oh I yeah. You could, stuff, I can eat that stuff like candy. You could apply that term to many things. Yeah. Mom took some zucchini from the garden, use a mandolin to just thinly slice it. Just put it into the freeze dryer, like raw, like a fresh zucchini, put some garlic salt on top of it and freeze dried it and made zucchini chips by freeze drying fresh zucchini. And what's nice about freeze drying is it will actually preserve all of the beneficial enzymes that's in the food. So when you cook, when you cook something, it denatures it. So all of those enzymes that benefit your digestion, that benefit your health, they break down into their component proteins. Right, so, right, I mean, right. You still get the protein benefit of the enzyme, but you don't get the active enzyme. So when you freeze dry it, it's almost like you get free a yeast packet. Right, 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 right. Bread has been freeze dried. Really? And so you just add water to it, comes back to life, starts growing, and the enzymes are the same way. And so, like nutritional wise, it but flavor profile. Oh my goodness, I I'm very jealous, <laughs> and I'm I, I'm not a. I think I need to like prep for the apocalypse. Right. Yeah. 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 I am. I am of the um, diagnosed with ADD and I'll walk into the kitchen the next day and realize I didn't put the leftovers up. Same. 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 <laughs> and I, the best I part rough. is, is that I, I spend three days in Northern Kentucky to see my fiance and find out that I left things in the dishes when I come back. Ooh. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. I, I'm in, in I might as well take the leftovers that we make and just throw them away. Because even if I do package them up and they go in the fridge, something gets put in front of it. Yes. And I'm scooping I'm scooping its moldy leftovers out like two weeks later. Yeah. So for like leftovers for food, because I when I learned to cook, I had to cook for a family of four. I still do. <laughs> I think that's the curse of any cooks, because our grandmother still cooks for five. Yeah. Like yeah. so, oh, yeah. I I want to do like I, exactly that. I want to do leftovers and things that you will often have in surplus. So like if I've got which Genevieve drinks milk like it's going out of style. She definitely got that from me. But like if there's a gallon of milk that's getting ready to expire, yeah, just freezer milk. Business. Yeah, yeah. Um, I want so. to take your stew. Yes. Me too. I already know how I'm gonna do it. So, so it, when you freeze dry, when you freeze dry stew, if it if it has like chunks of vegetables or proteins in it, you strain it. Yeah. And do them separate. and pull all the juice out, 
put the put the like stew liquid into ice cube trays um so that you have your ingredients and you have your sauce but it's in like little like pucks right almost um because if you just did it in a giant brick then you have to like break that apart and it takes forever um and you prephrase it but that's that's how all all those like hiking yeah meals they're all done that the same way and those gosh those things are like 10 bucks a pop Oh yeah. Anyway, we could, we could, uh, we should have a preppers episode. <laughs> no, no, no. That veers very I, closely into other discussions that would get us de- <laughs> demonetized. Yeah. Not necessarily oh, demonetized, more like fined. Like we would mm. lose money. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't even know how you would prepare a cat. I mean, I don't. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I, oh man! <laughs> Gosh, no, no, no! no. It's my cat. Oh, my cat's next running. question. Yeah. Anyway, um, okay. So um, that that actually went directions I didn't. I mean, other than the cat, like veering off the cliff right there. You're right. Yeah, you gotta take it way over the line. That, he that doesn't have an Apple Watch. He will literally die if he falls off a cliff. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I see what you, I, I see what you did. Uh, okay ooh, is this i i promise you i did not vet these who's your favorite harry potter character (laughs) how much would you have to be paid to never use a cell phone again Mm. this is getting like kind of like creepy okay how much Hmm. basically a comfortable living and a comfortable retirement like, because these phones have become such part of our lives and, like, work and such that to go off the grid, I would have to be basically be financially secure. But, I mean, what you were, you were talking about doing just that. Oh, but, like, the Apple Watch essentially gives me all the functionality that I need Oh, I read this as smartphone. Like, this is just any so oh, okay. So any like, cell phone. Yeah. Now, smartphone, yeah, the Apple Watch, you know, if if we're going that route, it'd be, you know, going the Apple Watch route and then maybe having an iPad to sort of like as a backup. You know, that that would sort of solve my needs, but like for a cell phone, it's like one is your entire family making this pledge because I think there are members of our family that would be very unhappy if they're not able to easily get a hold of us. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. I guess you would. We don't have a house phone, right? Yeah. You would have yeah. to get a house cell phone. phone. Oh yeah, house phone again. But we also are of the generation. Like I'm sure you guys remember, like the house phone being the only means of of audio communication, right? Yeah. 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 And so like either they they got st- they got a hold of you when you were home or they're like, well, I'll talk to them later, I guess. The, but now if you don't phone. answer your phone, I'm like, they better be in the hospital because I I got to that phone's by them. I mean, that's one that's one of the social costs here is yeah. of having a cell phone is is the fact that, you know, you're expected to be on call all the time. Right, yeah. I never thought about that. Like I, when we were pursuing our current job, one of the stipulations was no call because like there is a mental, like there is a mental rest that you can achieve when you know, like even if it's not front of mind, when you're on call, you, you don't sleep well. Yeah. Because you're like listening for your phone subconsciously all night long. I, I never As, framing it that way that when you have a cell phone you're expected to be on call and as an attorney you're expected especially in more powered firms more high powered firms you're expected to like have your email there available you're expected to have clients should be able to get a hold of you no matter what mm. like and that's that was something that like part of the burnout 
yeah. as part of was having to answer emails and I was almost expected to answer emails while driving. Yeah. Like, was almost expected to answer emails while driving. And like that was the part of the idea of the burnout, which is why actually in the in the mail today in the mail, I'm I've ordered a Nokia sixty seven hundred a Kios phone. And I'm okay, going yeah. to be swapping sims. I'm sure that means something. <laughs> it's a it's it's basically a modern Nokia brick. Yeah. Ah, okay. Okay. Yeah. But it has WhatsApp. Like <laughs> you're able to it has some modern functionality. Right, yeah. Yeah. Um Google Assistant on that phone is actually better than Siri. Um just just saying. Oh, it has Google Assistant. For like voice dictation. Oh wow. Oh, so it doesn't have a traditional like a QWERTY keyboard. It, it has, has a T9 keyboard, and you could do it the old-fashioned uh, 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 way with dot, dot, dot. Or you can do voice dictation and not be a crazy person. That would be really that would be really helpful on one of those things. <laughs> Interesting. Okay, so uh, I guess the... Because hmm. when you first said, like, I would need a comfortable living, I'm like, oh my gosh, what? <laughs> but and, and then I realized that the question was saying cell phone and not... I had a little bit of anxiety thinking about that. And I know that's yeah. bad, but I've always, and I guess this is, this is my mother coming out in me. Like she, when I asked, when we were talking about cell phones, she's like, absolutely not. You can get one when you can pay for it. And then I started driving. Right. And she wanted that like insurance policy or that, like the ability mm-hmm. to call if something happens. And I think it's it's those moments when I don't know if you don't have a cell phone and the car breaks down, mm-hmm. you're stuck. Mm-hmm. You got to walk to the nearest gas station, which is what they used to have to do. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Dang. Yeah. We we've become so comfortable with this. Well, it's like it's re- it's required for so much. Like even at work. Like my, we use Microsoft stuff. Well, every so many days, you have to two-factor authenticate, and that is done through text message. So, like, I have to have my cell phone, or I can't get into my work account uh, yeah. at once every couple of weeks. So, like, it's I have to have it to do that. <laughs> uh, backtracking to whenever I said my screen time was an hour and fifty-six minutes. Just so you know, audio apps are exempt from that rule because when your phone is down, but you could still listen to things. So we're still talking four to five hours of like podcasts and such. Right, (laughs) right. Yeah, but you're not actively like looking at it, staring at. Yeah, there's not an LCD or OLED depending on your phone, like like burning your retina. Right. Yeah, you're able to do other things with that on. Yeah. Gosh, I don't know if I could put a price on it. Yeah, and not 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 that I'm saying like, oh, you'd have to give me a million dollars to do it, but that's like you're having to like let me compensate you for inconvenience. And exactly. I yeah. Don't know the amount of inconvenience that it would bring. That's why I'm it would sure have that- to be like a comfortable living, and whatever work I do is just like you know star trek i only do things to better myself like, <laughs> yeah i would i would like, enjoy a world where like i didn't there were things that i didn't have to do on it because yeah. i do like yeah i like being disconnected when it, like if i'm alone i don't like to have this kind of always floating in the background of absorbing my mm-hmm. time or or my attention um yeah and that's this has weirdly become a like digital minimalism. Like right, yeah. I promise I yeah. did not like curate these ahead of time. <laughs> it's why uh, I enjoy like I do the whole ham radio thing. It's really cool to like dabble in old analog tech yeah. of yesterday. Well it's like it, it's like a, a few years ago I was living in Somerset and you, you find yourself somehow on the AM dial. Don't know, like at, at like twelve thirty at night, and I hear this like old nineteen fifties radio drama, and I'm like, I love it. Time traveling right now? <laughs> like, have I time warped? Like, <laughs> have I been bonked on the head? Like all of those like family friendly movies about history that I watched and woke up in a different decade. Like, <laughs> and um, I, 
I wake up the next morning, no signal. Like the the station is just gone. The conditions and were just right. Yeah, the station was just gone. But I find out that the station was actually located in Chicago. So you had some like and atmospheric just, bounce going on. Like it was basically like twelve thirty at night. The signals were clear enough for me able to pick up reception from Chicago. Wow, that's awesome. And that stuff always fascinated me. Well, spe- okay. Speaking of analog, again, I, this is like we were meant to do table topics. Um, and you know what? Genevieve actually dropped this, and all the cards went everywhere. So these have been pre-shuffled. So her magic <laughs> is what made this happen. Oh, <laughs> exactly. Okay. So speaking of an analog day before cell phones. What after-school activity do you wish you would have done as a child? Mm. I'll go first because yeah. I like immediately uh, gymnastics. gymnastics. <laughs> yeah, is um, that both of your I, answer, or did you just know what he was going to say? No, she. I he, he he knew my answer. Oh, okay, uh, because I'd always thought like I loved watching the Summer Olympics and especially gymnastics because like. That's as close as humanly possible you can get to being a superhero. Like, they're doing Spider-Man stuff yeah. out there on those bars. Oh, yeah. So, and, but the only, there were no boys in gymnastics. And because gender norms were so rampant in the rural town that I was in, I was terrified of being made fun of. So I never did. And now my life would have been drastically different. I I right, yeah. guarantee you that I probably would not have what I have now because there are we can both Kristen and I can point back to different like periods in our life where if what we wanted would have happened. Yeah, we wouldn't have what we have now. Right, so yeah. I don't I don't regret not doing it, but it's one of those things that I mean, I immediately had an answer for. So right. Yeah, it is regret because I... I didn't forget about it. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I I can definitely feel that there, like, what you not have done. Like, I've often thought, did I, like, debilitate my career by going to Liberty? Um, And not, like, Kentucky and getting the networking that I needed to come back to Kentucky and, you know, being Mm. focused there or being focused there and, like, having sort of a more solid basis on Kentucky stuff um, coming back. Because I always knew I was going to come back. Yeah. However, there's an episode about that was posted about three and a half months ago of some pretty amazing people. Uh huh. I was like, <laughs> we recorded an hour of your thirtieth birthday weekend that would not have happened yeah. if you had not gone to Liberty. Yeah. Yeah. And so you say that drastically different. Like my life has taken myriad of wild turns (laughs) myriad of wild turns but it's it's been an it's it's in a better place than it has been in a while i'm just always tired (laughs) 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 i i drink more coffee than the than i drink more coffee than the average colombian like he's he's gotten to the point where he has it in a camelback i always tell people Two cups. Granted, they're 40-ounce Yetis, <laughs> but those are still two cups. He's like those guys that carry around the gallon thing of water, but it's just just coffee all it, the time. It's ice. Like, it, it, speaking of gender norms, I have a soapbox about iced coffee. I know there's a lot... <laughs> Oh, really? <laughs> I know there's a lot of people, a lot of like gruff, kind of like manlier men that are older than us that like look at iced coffee as like a wimpy drink because, you know, they, they, they picture like the soy latte caramel macchiato. And I'm just like, listen, hot coffee, there's a 30 second time period between when it is fiery furnace of hell or so lukewarm, Jesus uh, spits it out <laughs> of his mouth. That's what he was talking about. He's like, oh, I'm in holy judgment. Yeah. <laughs> in holy judgment. Iced coffee can last all day. And even when the ice melts, you can always put new ice in. Like, like and if you, if you took the lid off of my, the way I drink iced coffee, if you took the lid off and the ice out, the straw would still st- stand up like it's so stout <laughs> like, like i i the it's probably darker than any like black coffee that i've i 
I actually I, legitimately, I actually legitimately found out because I I ordered I I get these like Duncan cold brew pitcher packs, uh-huh. and I went and ordered Duncan cold brew there and i thought this is such weak sauce <laughs> and then i went and looked at the instructions and realized i had been putting my duncan for nine hours longer than the instruction <laughs> <laughs> that's like great. you that's get a great. you get an energy kick just by smelling it like <laughs> he's also fermenting his coffee at the same time <laughs> <laughs> he's got that he's got that probiome thing yeah. going on in there what was even the question Oh, uh, after school, <laughs> after school activities. <laughs> Cody wishes he could rail more coffee uh, in the afternoon. <laughs> I don't have a problem. <laughs> Although newer, healthier addiction is Walmart brand flavored water. Every time I go to Walmart, I pick about seven of these, and they're gone in about two and a half days. Uh, Healthy is debatable, but I won't jump <laughs> up on that high horse now. <laughs> Dallas, what uh, what after school activity do you wish you would have done? Uh, I think the thing I wanted to do whenever I was growing up is uh, do karate. Uh, Ooh, Virgil okay. Virgil Davis's karate studio was it was the local karate studio. And, and when a karate studio is from a guy named Virgil, <laughs> right? <laughs> well, he he studied under um, Chuck Norris, so it was always I, like, I, oh. "I'm sorry, sir, like, <laughs> don't hurt me." <laughs> like, and I went to school me. with his right. son, and so like it was always like you can never win up my dad is argument with him because he's like my dad fought Chuck Norris. In karate, and so you're like, well, I, there's nothing I can say that will ever. So you're be like, bad. you're like serious. Oh, I'm right dead now. serious. Yeah, he just had like a big birthday. <laughs> Virgil Davis did, and Chuck Norris came to his birthday party because it was like his 60th birthday or whatever, and so Chuck Norris came down because it's his boy. Like they're they're buddies because he was under Chuck Norris's tutelage. As he was becoming whatever the top, because I didn't do karate, so I don't know what the top is. But he's whatever that is. Obsessed with Chuck Norris growing up, right? Like that. Nobody even knows who he is anymore. But Walker, Texas Ranger, yes, was my jam. Yeah, and looking back on it, I'm pretty sure they used the same like footage from behind Roundhouse Kick. At least like four times in a completely different setting. Yeah, <laughs> like they would cut to the same footage. It, like I'm sure I I have not revisited it since I was a kid, so it may be hot garbage. I don't know. It probably all like I, stood on the backs of uh, well, probably stood on the quads of, of Chuck Norris. <laughs> <laughs> there was an I saw an episode of Walker Texas Ranger recently. And I swear, like, the only thing that could have made that episode better is after he gave his monologue, a bald eagle just, like, perched on his shoulder. (laughs) Like. (laughs) Oh, he would, like, single-handedly take down entire drug cartels and then, like, on his way, like, bleeding and limping, like, out of the warehouse, he'd, like, be pulling kittens out of trees. Yeah. Like, he was... It was outrageous, but at the time, like everything was like that because we had like, oh yeah, the big like it was Chuck Norris, Steven Seagal, Jean Claude Van Damme, like, mm-hmm. like that's what we grew up being like. The this is what normal. did it say that Walker Texas Ranger and Touched by an Angel were on on the same night? Like, <laughs> this is true. You're you're giving me huge flashbacks to like Wednesday <laughs> right. night at the house, like. What was being on TV? But like nobody even knows what that is. You walk (laughs) down the road. So my grandmother has she only has basic rabbit ears television, but she's on top of a mountain, and so she gets channels like five new channels like every time I'm there. And she gets touched by an angel rabbit ears. It was touched by an angel. Was on one day after murder. She wrote, and oh, of course, like 
<laughs> and I know a lot about murder. She wrote because I'm marrying a 26 year old who, in her heart, is a 65 year old. <laughs> She's doing the oh, audio yeah. books now. Um, That's amazing. <laughs> yes, wow. but. They did an episode of Touched by an Angel about 9-11, and I was like... It was still going on? Like, it it went off the air in 2003. So, like, 9-11, it went hit. Yeah. Yeah. It went off the air in 2003, and I was, like, completely enthralled. Like, with that episode, it was cheesy. Well, speaking of childhood after-school activities... (laughs) Yeah. uh, is Is there one that you wished you would have done two more uh two things and one is just because school didn't have the resources for it to happen it was oh, okay. it was not building was not nuclear reactors i read a book about that in um, high school but that's another story <laughs> um but the uh it's i would have loved to have a swim team in, yeah. okay. in high okay. school yeah. in like in school like I've always was the water dog. Like you get me in the water, I am just there. And looking back now, I'm like, what better full body workout? Like, would you get? And it's the one sport like at the Olympics that I absolutely like. It was the one is the one sport at the Olympics that like I always I always checked out and watched. And also, like as someone who generally did not like the uh, did not like the full contact sports that are common in American high schools. Uh, it, it seemed like more my speed. <laughs> right, I got you. Because you, you're competing with other people at a distance. At a yeah. distance. Yeah. At a distance. Um, although Dallas, on the whole karate thing, I actually went to a uh, mixed martial arts lesson, or no, Brazilian jiu-jitsu last year. What? And I died. <laughs> <laughs> they punched his soul out. <laughs> this, he, he uploaded his consciousness into his computer. And we were actually talking with like AI I'm, generated. I like, am Dolly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah He's right. doing this podcast and making crazy pictures of old timey wizards <laughs> right now. <laughs> Did you, do you find it interesting or expected? that this panel of nerds wishes that they would have exercised. <laughs> I, I do have I a wish I would have been is... outside and saw the sun whenever I was a kid. That would have been cool. I do have a second one of, I wish our Boy Scout troop was a bit better in terms of Same. just like actually mastering. I, I, I don't, things. I don't want to, I don't want to dig into that. That yeah. can, mm. That could be yeah. for story time for another day. <laughs> Ours just disappeared. I, like, because I, I, I come to value like Boy Scouts and like what that meant. And I have a whole political philosophy about institutions like that. So <laughs> we can save that for another day. Uh, okay, we'll end with this one because I'm, I'm curious, really. What is the oldest item in your home? Ooh. Oldest item in my home. oldest manufactured item or oldest item just it just says oldest item currently um in my apartment i would i i would say it's probably mom and dad's 40 or 30 year old dining room table mm. that's currently okay. my apartment but in my office is a century old um bookshelf from the Minifee County Courthouse. Like it's a bookcase from the Minifee yeah. County Courthouse that is over 100 years old. And it's it's neat because like, it it's modular. Very, it is like, very you nice. Can, each each shelf has a glass door that you pull down and it you can take it apart in pieces. So you can stack it up as tall as you want and it's got glass front doors on it. It's oh, it's oh, wow. beautiful. I also own a Florida penny, which is a penny that was used when Florida was a Spanish colony. What? That's cool. In our coin collection. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Uh, I have a Bible that I actually got at the antique store there in Grant County that Ah, is about eight inches, 
nine inches thick. Autographed it has, Jesus. It has, <laughs> it has a like carved gilded cover to it. Oh wow. And it's a parallel Bible. It was released when the King James Version was published. What? Parallel to the pre I I can't remember what it was, but parallel to the previous version of the Bible before the King James Version. Actually, it's actually the uh their the King James Version, so I'm I'm going to bust a lot of bubbles for a lot of Baptists right now. Um, the King James Version that they currently use was actually updated in 1877. Yeah, that's, that's the one, yeah. Um, that so one was... is parallel to the 1611 King James Bible, which you ever look up, look up is unreadable to modern. Oh yeah, to it's I've got absolutely a unreadable. copy of it in there, and it's it it's it's there for show. <laughs> it's not. Yeah, I'm not reading that thing. There's no way. Yeah, it's it's, it's kind of like my copy of Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone in mm. Irish Gaelic. Right. Yeah. Well, I have the Canterbury Tales, and they they have a like a section that's in the Old English. And it's unreadable as well. Who got you? Who got you that one, William? You did. <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> yes, I was patting your back for you. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Um. When when you tried out for that uh, Harry Potter gaming competition, that actually came in handy. Oh yeah. Yeah. Right, th- that like blew their mind that I had I had a copy. They're like, "What's your most unique Harry Potter um, like collectible that you have?" I was like, "Funny, you should ask." <laughs> Wing, <laughs> I've got Harry Potter and Irish Gaelic. They're like, "I'm sorry, what?" <laughs> yeah, my my brother got it for me um, because our family is like double dipped Irish Scottish on both sides, and I'm again, I'm me. Uh, it was just a good like conversation starter, and um, it was it was one of those things where like it was one of those things where I'm like the only like buying gifts for William, my brain naturally defaults to Harry Potter, but it's like he literally has everything. So, I, but uh, the Harry Potter train has left the station and shows no sign of stopping, so they're releasing new things, right? Yeah, continually. Yeah, so I was like, what is the most unique but Cody thing that I could find? Like, that he knows that it came from me. Love it. (laughs) Dallas, did you answer? I did not. I have, like, if we're not talking about manufactured stuff, I have, like, fossils. I like to collect different fossils. And I have some Mosasaur teeth in the other room (laughs) that that are on display. And then uh, I like to collect fossils from around here, like when I'm out and about. So I did that one swim so fast that he could part the water. That's what happened. He, he belly flopped it. He free willed it <laughs> and parted the sea. The, the Mosasaur. <laughs> what what God used to part the sea? Yeah. And the story just it got lost in translation from the 1611 King James. Version. Yeah, King James was like, I don't even know how to say that word. Take it out. <laughs> Oh, it, it's oh. always a good sign when we end the podcast <laughs> on a little bit of sacrilege. So if you have made it this far, uh, ne- attempt- never play Bible apples to apples. You will like <laughs> just regret <laughs> life. <laughs> I see your true colors shining through. <laughs> I pl- once play. I once played cards against humanity with a nun and she won. Where were you? <laughs> Were you listening to this what? the old Tommy radio and what happened? What? What? I what? <laughs> I once played cards against humanity with a nun and she won. Good night, everybody. <laughs> okay, brain is so broken. if you. If you have made it this far, take your congratulations and your apology and apply as you see fit. I kind of feel like I know the direction that today's going. Uh, but 
thank you for hanging on this far. Um, uh, the tab's on us tonight, but the only thing we ask is just uh, look us up on um, social media, send us an email. All of that stuff will be down in the show notes. Uh, we would love to hear from you for episode ideas, questions, comments, anything like that. But um, for that, I'm going to head out of here. I'm William. I'm Cody. And I am Dallas. <laughs> we'll see you guys next week. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Are you kidding? I'm working. All right, I'll be right there. And grab the movie. Go, 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 go. Come on, my love. Come on, my friend.